Greetings and well met, gentle folk. This dawn marks the 1122nd day since the inception of this unholy plague. And I, the fair maiden Agnes Drew, welcome ye one and all to hearken and reveal, uh, revel in the tellings of Mercury, an outcry of hope. For you see, dear friends, it has come to my attention of late that due to the rise of our machinery and our devices of swift and distant communication, we as a people within the last century or so grew complacent in our dealings with the English language, and perhaps our other tongues as well, though I myself have little knowledge or authority on any dialects outside of my own. Put more succinctly, mankind is far less eloquent in speech of late. There seems to be less honor in our speech and in our bearing than in the days of old. Granted, said days were also teeming with inequality, and I do not mourn those injustices in the slightest. Yet it is the elegance of great thought and a broad lexicon which I wish to address amongst the lot of you today. None now give pause to compose lengthy sentences in a most pleasing manner any more, nor exert themselves to produce casually articulate remarks through which one might learn new, multisyllabic words every day. I ask of you to recall when you last heard or employed such terms as soporific or profusely amid your own daily affairs. It's soporific, Agnes, and why are you talking like that? Shh, Max, you're supposed to be out in the garden right now. I just came in to get something. I didn't expect to meet William Shakespeare. Shh, I wrote a whole thing and it took me ages. Don't mess me up. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, my apologies, dear, um, subjects. What? Um, t townsfolk? What's it? See, now you've thrown me off. <sighs> um... Recall when you last heard or used such terms as soporific or profusely amid your own daily affairs, as I was saying. For you see, in our seclusion here, the three of us spend many long hours reading and rereading the records and tales of ages long past, and it has become increasingly clear to me that the skill with which their pens were wielded is in nearly direct proportion to the period in which they had their dealings. Huh? The writings of men and women within my lifetime are clear and concise, but it is the compositions of artists who lived generations ago which seem to exhibit a more adroit command of the written word. It is they who tug upon our heartstrings, dear folk, and it is they who teach us the full mastery of both dictionary and thesaurus. What? Furthermore, what of the days when lovers and dear friends would write page after page of prose and correspondence with one another? Remember ballads? Great swaths of poetry and forthright emotion, where men as well as women would speak or even sing of grand tales, of their grief, of dear friendships even platonic in nature, and of great beauty in the world. Plate what? 
Only now, when such missives are scarce, do we now realize the great felicity with which they ought to be received. For in our past there was an abundance of news and information at our fingertips, and we regularly gorged ourselves upon it until we were overwhelmed and nearly sick with it all. Only now, in a famine, do we realize the great hunger for knowledge and communication which lies deep within our souls. I have chosen to address this matter not as an article of shame upon our society's past, nor as a complaint. Okay. Rather, I simply seek to remind us all of the resplendence of language, huh? which sets us apart from all other living creatures upon the earth and under heaven. Perhaps mankind may employ amid our isolation a custom of reclaiming the fullness of our vocabularies, winnowing out each morn a new term lost to daily use before now, which we may endeavor to employ more regularly in our common speech. Such practices may augment reversal of any linguistic devolution that was present in our lives before the fall of society, and as such may also contribute to the reconstruction of civilization in the ages to come. That was really <laughs> well written, Agnes. No, sorry, I know you're not done, but I did want to let you know that, and our, I wanted our listeners to hear it from me too. They probably wanted to say the same thing. Before the outbreak, we were always just surrounded by slang and really short words for things. Now that pretty much all that media is gone, I have noticed my brain is actually... Well, the habit of using smallish words is still there, but reading old books really has started affecting my thought process bit by bit, too. So, I really like this topic of yours, and I'm sure you spent hours composing the whole thing, so... Good job. No, no, no. Oh, um, prodigious job. Thanks, Max. And so with that, I leave you, patrons, until the morrow's coming. I am Agnes Drew, joined by Max O'Brien for Mercury, an outcry of hope. Take care of each other. <laughs>